All right, guys, welcome to the show today. We got a really cool guest on today. Super excited to have him on the Hyperfast Agent Podcast. And what's really cool about today's show is we actually filmed, filmed obviously here, but we, we went on site or off-site actually, off this site, onto the site of a couple different projects that we're working on. So you're gonna get to see you know, various projects that we're doing in DC in all stages. So it's gonna be really cool. Our guest today has an amazing background. He's a doctor, he's a builder, he's an author, actor, he's done a ton. I'll let him give a description because it's, it's so complex, I can't even, you know, do it as well as, as he can. Welcome, Samir. Welcome to the Hyperfast Show, where we believe unlimited growth in business and life is created by surrounding yourself with people who have been where you are going. Learning from others allows you to compress time and grow hyperfast. And now, here are your hosts, Kerry Shaw and Dan Lesniak. Kerry and Dan are real estate developers, best-selling authors, billion-dollar agents, and million-dollar agent makers. And now, get ready to grow hyperfast. Thank you, Dan. Uh, I'll try to keep it brief. Yeah, my name is Samil Saxena, and I uh, did go to medical school. Uh, so I'm a medical doctor. I graduated when I was 23 years old and uh, ended up practicing emergency medicine for about eight years. Uh, I actually retired from emergency medicine 10 years ago now, so I've not practiced at all for 10 years. Uh, but I've been really, I'm really a business guy at heart. That's really what I am, an entrepreneur. I love um, putting deals together, businesses, anything. Uh, I've run or I've started and run six successful businesses so far. Uh, most of those have all been real estate or real estate related. Currently, I'm a real estate developer, uh, build a lot of a ton of projects around DC and Arlington, you know, the DC Metro in general. And I've been doing, uh, again, real estate and real estate development since 2001, so about uh, 18 years now, so it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's been a while, and I know you've been working with us since at least 2013, yep. and it started, it started off just, you know, you were you were building homes and Carrie was selling them, and then now it's evolved into you know us partnering on a ton of deals and mm-hmm. and I think what's what's cool about what we're what we're doing is it's providing just a ton of value for so many different people. Like obviously, you know, you get to build homes, which excites you. Our team gets to sell homes, which excites them. Mm-hmm. We're creating awesome products for for the the in buyer to to move into. Right. right when we acquire the projects, we're helping people get a lot of cash for their homes quickly, right? Like people that are you know, have a ton of equity usually in their homes and need access to it. Mm-hmm. And then we're also providing value to investors. Mm-hmm. We have investor partners now. Mm-hmm. And instead of you know putting their money in the stock markets, mutual funds getting like five, six percent returns, you know, they're getting fifteen percent returns. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. Like I explained to my team the other day, like the difference between 10% returns every year and 15%. Like in one year, it's not that big a deal. But if you can keep on doing that and compounding, it gets huge. Like in a 30 year span, the, the, the difference between 10 years or 10% and 15% over 30 years is a lot. It's a lot of money. It's three extra doubles, basically. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's that rule of doubling, like, you divide your 72 by the percent that uh, mm-hmm. you, you get on your. Uh, Investments. That's how long it takes to double. So ten percent, you're taking seven years to double. Fifteen percent, you're taking like a little 
close to four and a half to, to double. So over 30 years, that's three extra doubles, right? So that's, you know, instead of one million in your retirement account, that's eight million. Mm -hmm. Which instead of fifty, you know, grand a year in cash flow, now you're at four hundred, five hundred. Like that's, right, that's, right. that's really cool stuff. I'm just super glad that these projects have mm -hmm. been able to provide that kind of return mm -hmm. to investors. Right. No, I mean I couldn't agree with you more. And everything you said there is that you know that's definitely one of the reasons I'm in this business is because I feel like we're helping so many different people. You kind of already mentioned. Uh, certainly, I enjoy what I do. We, we help the sales team make money in the commissions. Uh, we're really, one of, the, one of the things I love about what I do is really providing incredible product for end users. You know, one of the things I'm most proud of is that you know pretty much every person I've ever sold a home to just really loves the home. You know, they just literally, I get emails all the time saying, oh, we love the home. You know, I personally live in one of my own homes as well that I built. So, you know, I built it to kind of what I would like. Uh, and I think, as you mentioned, we're getting into more condo projects in D.C. We've already done a number, but we're, we're, we're doing quite a bit more. And again, we're providing just an incredible product for a market that really, really needs it. Uh, and again, on the investor thing you mentioned, yeah, that's, that's another huge advantage to what we do is that, you know, when I first started out with Carrie, I met Carrie in 2012, uh, sorry, 2013, like you said. Uh, she started building new homes in 2012, then I met her about a year later, and since then she's done 100% of all my homes in terms of acquisition and and um, and sales. But what we're able to do now, because we have these larger projects, is that we're able to bring investors in. And yeah, I can't think of much better than getting a essentially guaranteed 15% return on your money. Uh, it's not like the stock market where you don't know, right? Five years it could be up, down, you don't really know what's going on, but here you pretty much can calculate out what you're going to be making. Uh, it's completely hands-off. I don't think you mentioned that, but it's completely hands-off. The investor puts the money in. After the project's done, we send them back their principal plus the interest. And yeah, I, I just think it's a great program for um, for anybody who wants to invest. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not guaranteed, but great. As close as you can get, you know, we obviously can't say a guarantee, right, we never right. did, but it's pretty darn close, right. pretty darn safe, like, it's really underpriced for the risk, and it's it's just cool, though, to get these kinds of returns, like, I've put money in other projects, you know, in different parts of the country, right. and gotten those types of returns, too, and it's exciting to have people from all over mm -hmm. come in and get those kinds of returns because right. of what we're doing, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I think if you're a real estate agent, like you got to think past just get a client, sell a home, mm -hmm. get a commission check because that that's just this trap long term of mm -hmm. trading time for money, and we we all have the same amount of time, right? It's, it's a limited resource. No, again, I, again, I couldn't agree with you more on that. I mean, really, you know, one of the reasons I got into real estate because I know that of every any business in the world, it's really one of those that's created the most wealth for so many people, right? We all know kind of famous real estate developers as well as mom and pop people who've made a lot of money. Uh, I know I was, about 10 years ago, I was renting uh, a place from a lady who basically just bought three three properties in McLean, Virginia, and just kept them. And now she owns like millions of dollars worth of real estate by basically doing nothing. So I always tell people, you know, no matter what, somehow you should be investing in real estate, somehow, some way. And again, most people don't have the expertise or the time to do that. Uh, so this is, again, a perfect way to be hands-off, yet you're investing in real estate, you're making a great return. You already talked about how quickly you can double your money uh, versus, you know, even a 10% return, which that's actually hard to find. Right. Um, so yeah, I just... 
to me, it's like a no-brainer. I mean, you basically just, you should be in real estate in some way, some fashion, and if you don't have the time or expertise to do it, certainly this is like a perfect opportunity. Um, you know, like I think you mentioned real estate agents are very busy doing transactions, you know, kind of what have you done for me lately? The next transaction, next transaction, next transaction. But again, this is a way to kind of park some money. You don't have to even worry about it and, and kind of see your money grow over time. Yeah, that's a great point. We'll get right back to it. But first, I want to talk about live events. Look, if you're listening to this podcast or watching on YouTube, then I know you value learning, getting around some of the best and, and most exciting, brilliant minds in the real estate industry. All right, nothing can compare though to being in the same room with them. So how would you like to get that kind of access? This November, 11th and 12th, at the Hyperfast Sales Summit, we're bringing people like Ryan Serhant, Nick Baldwin, Tristan Ahumada, Ricky Caruth, Grant Wise, Tessa Bella, Christina Daves. The list goes on and on. There's just tons of amazing real estate agents, business leaders, and marketers that all bring a, a, just this level of expertise that you're not going to find in your you know, typical real estate office or around the water cooler, wherever you're hanging out. All right, you're going to get to learn from the best of the best. And when you go to live events, three things typically happen. First, you learn from the best people in the world. Second, you learn from all of the real estate agents that are gathered there. And third, you benefit from the collective energy of everyone getting together. And that's exactly what I want you to do if you're listening to this show. All right, go to bit.ly slash hyperfastsummit. You can also click on the link in the show notes and check out the Hyperfast Sales Summit. If you want to take your real estate business to the next level and learn from the best of the best, click on the link below in the show notes or go to bit.ly slash hyperfastsummit and we'll see you there. Yeah, I think agents need to do a better job of this, this concept of getting broke for the right reason. So what I mean by that, get the client, make the sale, get the commission check, get rid of that money. And not, not like on a car or, or your house right, or your credit exactly, card. Like, exactly. Put it in an investment. Put it right, in a project. Right. Like, get that money working for you. Right. Get that bank account down to zero and feel that burn, that pressure to go out and get another deal. And you, right. if, you, if you do that for a few years, like it's going to snowball, compound, build, and all of a sudden you're going to have this, right. this huge amount of passive wealth. I've seen other people do it, you know, and, and it's just amazing to, yeah. to see what happens when you you yeah. have that mentality. Yeah, again, again I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with everything Dan's saying today, so <laughs> you've got a lot of good advice. Uh, I've been doing this a long time, and everything he's saying is right, is that, yeah, certainly, you know, I mean, it's always fun to, you know, buy a new car, you know, spend, and I, I certainly encourage that as well. I mean, everybody works hard. You need to get a certain amount of uh, whatever um, items that you just want. But really, you know, I think majority of money, it has to be put in something that's going to appreciate over time. And really, there's, I can't think of any purchase except like a stock or something like that, which that, that's not for sure, that, you know, almost certainly is going to go up in value over time. Very few things, if anything, does that. Furniture, you know, cars, jewelry, a lot of that. It's just, there's not that upwards trajectory like there is in real estate. So, um, yeah, I agree with what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, if you're a real estate agent, definitely find projects to invest in, whether they're your own, whether they're other people's, like find other ways to, to use the money you've made actively to generate money passively. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a big piece of advice there, but you know, another, another big lesson I think that we can get into today for real estate agents is how to do this, like what we're doing, right? right. Mm -hmm. How sure. to do it yourself. Sure. Right? Because if you can partner with a builder, if you can partner with a developer, and learn how to find deals, learn how to find investors, 
it's it's going to help you create value for yourself, but right. a ton more people, and, and it's going to have benefits that go far beyond the projects you're doing. Right. So right. It's, it's a way to reach back out to past clients to mm-hmm. to raise funds mm-hmm. for your projects, raise right. equity for your projects, mm-hmm. and and they're going to appreciate the value you create, the success you bring to them. Right. It's it's a way to give sellers more solutions because now. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't want to list their home, but you think it's a good investment deal, and they just want the security and the speed. Right. 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 They don't want to have to get the home pretty or do repairs, or they don't have the money for the repairs. Right. Uh, they don't want to go through all that bullshit. So right. now you come in, it's a good deal. Mm-hmm. You buy it. You create value for them. Right. You create value for your investors, value for your builder partners, value for your, the end buyers. Right, and, and if, if you can like just get beyond this idea of only providing one solution, so the traditional real estate agent provides one solution to the, the seller, right. it's make your home pretty and I'll sell it. But not everybody wants that. So if you can kind of be, be this one stop shop, mm-hmm. like it's going to create a ton more value for everyone in your sphere. You're going to have more listings, so then you're right. going to generate more buyers. Right. So so like, what would you recommend mm-hmm. to real estate agents starting mm-hmm. out to like? get into this business. business. Yeah, again, a, a number of great points you brought up there. I want to touch on a couple of different things you brought up there. I think point number one for all real estate agents is absolutely start working with investors. You know, whether you just started, you got your license yesterday, or you've been doing this 10 years, if you're not working with investors, you're leaving a huge segment of the market out that you can make money. Basically, again, like I think like you were saying is that, you know, when you, when you get a potential listing or you see a property, Immediately, you can see what's the best use of this, right? You can say, oh, hey, this is a, more of a retail. I can get a little more, more money in the retail market for my client. Or, hey, there's just some people where this house is so run down and so beat up that there, it's going to take them forever to even get this thing into retail condition. And they may they probably don't have the time or expertise, and they're going to like you know spend way too much money doing that. This will be a perfect for an investor. And have a, you know, a couple different investors you work with. You can call them up and just say, hey. I got this great deal for your project. It helps your client. It helps the investor. And um, so I think absolutely every real estate agent should understand, you know, should have a list of investors they work with and understand how to work with investors. And the other nice thing about when you when you are working with investors is it's repeat business, right? So typical, you know, buy or sale, uh, you know, person buy. I don't know, how, how often do people buy or sell houses? You probably know better than I do. Oh, it's, it's more than they, they think, right? So people think they're buying their forever home, but then right. they have one more kid than they thought. Right. Or job transfer right. happens, or, or who knows? Right? Well, what's so, the average? Like? So I, I would say the average is it depends on the area, yeah. but but I, I think it's in like the five to seven year range. Yeah. But but in a city area where there's more condos, right. like it might turn quicker, right? Because if, if, right. if you start out in a one bedroom condo and right. get married and have a kid, well, that's not going to last too long. Like quickly, yeah. yeah. No, I was thinking five to seven years yeah. is like an average. So if you have a client, you're the best case scenario. You'll work with them every five to seven years. Versus investors, we do deals all the time. So you could you could have five deals from the same guy in one year. So yeah, I I think it's it's a no brainer to work with investors as a, as a real estate agent. So it's just something that every agent should be doing. Yeah. I mean, definitely you got to work with the investors. I think Mm -hmm. in order to really bring them value, you need to have a solid builder partner. Yes. So let's talk about that for a second. Like what should people look for in, in a builder partner? And and what do you, right? Like what are your key, 
differentiator do you think right builder that, that make you stand out um i mean i think there's a there's a couple major points i mean i think um number one is track record to be honest because right. everybody says they're a builder they develop things they do stuff but I, my experience that honestly has been a very few really get the job done so how many projects have they done how successful have they been have they delivered on time and on budget those are really the, the biggest things i think also so that would probably be the number one biggest thing i would say is really track record number two is i think ability to analyze a deal that you know I, again i see so many people who are like oh yeah we can do this and we can get it done for this number and then the numbers look on a piece of paper but when it goes to re real life those numbers get completely thrown out of the, the water so to speak uh, in fact just yesterday i was at a project somebody else's project and uh my architect actually introduced me to him just to kind of get to know him and uh you know i'm walking around the project and they're they're like oh yeah I, you know we'll have this project done in three weeks I'm looking around, there is no way this thing is getting done in three weeks. So again, just so unrealistic about expectations. So know someone who can really analyze it, get the right numbers, the right time frame, all those kind of things. Uh, because again, a project to take six months versus 12 months, as you know, holding costs completely change that equation. So you have to be pretty accurate on the on the time frame of projects. So uh, probably those are the two big things I was, I'm sure there's more, but those are kind of the two things that are coming to my mind right now. Yeah, I mean, definitely be, you gotta be realistic on the outsale and don't, don't trust if it's something for sale, don't right. trust the listing agent. Right, <laughs> who's selling it to you? <laughs> right, they, they're going to want the out sale and comps to be super, super high and just right. justify a high right. acquisition price. So, right. do your own. Like, we have a process for that that we go through. We have one agent on our team, mm -hmm. a more junior agent, do the initial review. Right. And then we have our most experienced sales right. agent who sells 60, 70 homes a year in this market. So right. that's more than anyone, right? right. So that agent will right. do it, you know, their own independent review, right. say the comps. Right. And then you and I each look at them independently. So we've got four different sets of eyes right. on these. And if it's pretty much like anyone has veto power. If right. one set looks bad, like we're not doing it or right. we're going to negotiate a lower price. Or, right, right. So be realistic on that. And don't, the other problem I see is, is people will bet. <laughs> on future. On, <laughs> yeah, they're like, well, the price yeah. is this now, but when they're done in a year or two, right. like, they're going to sell for this. And, and right. I think, I think that's risky. We don't do that. Yeah. We, we base it on today's prices. Right. Um, we also, I think, importantly, look, we only do projects that have like a 25, 30% mm -hmm. buffer. Right. Mm -hmm. In other words, like, for us to not pay back right. an investor, right. we need to be off by like 30% mm -hmm. on our sales number. Mm -hmm. which, yeah. We just don't believe will happen in our market, right. like DC. Right. You know, the last major, major downturn, right. downturn of the century, it took a ten percent hit. Right. So like, right. We use thirty. Mm -hmm. uh, we want to play it safe. Does this mean we do less projects? Right. Yeah. Like, right. 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 Because other people who that margin is lower, so they, so they get to do more projects, but right. You know, we're gonna we're gonna be fine if, if the shit hits the fan. No, that that's a another kind of a, a more detailed point, but that's I mean a, a point I, I can't stress enough to everybody out there is that you know I remember when I first started doing rehab, I started by just doing simple rehabs, and my, my number was fifty thousand dollars minimum I want to make on a project. And a lot of people are like, oh, you can't find projects like that. And you're right, they're harder to find. People were taking projects with with you know fifteen thousand dollar profit, twenty thousand dollar profit, and you know you know how quickly a fifteen or twenty thousand dollar profit can just evaporate like. 
like super quick. You need like a new HVAC system, a new roof, boom, 10, 10 grand is gone. So I think the point of having projects where there's a buffer is so important. It's not just about making money, we wanna make more money, it's about risk. Because again, if you have a 30% buffer, and even if your numbers are, are fairly off, you're still making 10%, you're still making money at the end of the day, right? Versus if you have a 10% buffer and you are off a little bit, you could be losing money very quickly. So a, a kind of a detailed point, but I think a great point yeah. is like, make sure you have a good buffer. Now, it's not, not a greed issue, it's not a make more money issue, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, safety <laughs> safety issue, right? And I would, I would have a buffer, like, like we got the buffer on the sales price. Right. We also, when you're putting together your construction budget, there's right. a contingency in there as well. Uh, absolutely. We always overestimate a little bit. We, in fact, we overestimate the construction budget and we put a 10% contingency on that as well. So knock on wood, rarely if ever we're, we're off on our construction numbers. Yeah. So, I mean, these are all like important things you need to, to do when you're figuring out the out sale, figuring out the cost, figuring right. out the time. And then speaking of time, it's like time is really important. One of the things I, that I appreciate most about you is you're just fast. Like, because speed, mm-hmm. like in anything, really, any business, speed, I, I believe, is like the most right. important thing, like mm-hmm. speed to execution. And there's there's some builders that take two or three years to, to do things, and then you come in and do yeah. it for like in a year or less. Right, 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 right. And it's just like, talk about that. Like, <laughs> speed. Yeah, I can talk about that. That's a, I, can, I can talk about that forever as well. Um, in fact, I, it's interesting because, you know, we just finished a house in Arlington, a brand new custom home uh, on Williamsburg. And we did that. I, I got to think through the time, but we did it relatively quick and we got it sold and everything. And I remember um, actually where I live in Arlington, there's another builder doing a house right next door to mine, literally right next door. So everybody always thinks it's mine for some reason. But that builder started three weeks before I did and that house is still not done. It's literally still not done. Ours is done, sold, delivered, and they're still probably the way they're going another month away from finishing. So yeah, I just, I mean, part of this business is you gotta get stuff done, it's gotta be done quick, and you gotta learn to kind of push on people to get stuff done, because if you don't, they'll just kind of take their own time, because they don't understand your urgency. Right. They're, they got their own business, their own thing, they don't understand you're, you know, you're literally losing money. So yeah, I, I'm, even a three-day delay in my projects, I'm already like jumping up and down, like I wanna get this stuff done, so. Yeah, I think probably having that, that emergency room background probably, probably <laughs> helps. Yeah. If someone's sitting on the table bleeding out, like, like oh, let me think you about it. You can't screw around <laughs> right. and be like, yeah. well, what's the best solution? What does the book say? Right. What right. what is what does the health insurance company <laughs> want me to do or the bureaucrat yeah. over um, here? Like, yeah. you got to like save that freaking life, yeah. right? Yeah, you know, I, I, that's, I I probably didn't think of it that way, but probably the reason I went into emergency medicine is because that's the way I am. It's like, we got to get stuff done now. And you're absolutely right. People die in emergency medicine if you don't get stuff done right away. Uh, good thing in, in our projects, people don't die, but we lose money if, if we wait too long and doing things. So you're, you're 100% right on that. Hey, that's a great point. We'll get right back to it. But first, I wanted to talk about a problem that so many real estate agents are facing. In fact, nearly 90% of agents are facing this problem. And that's the problem of going out of business. And then most of the ones that do are still struggling. They're struggling to get the results they want. But look, it doesn't have to be that way. I know because it wasn't that way for me. In my first year in real estate, I sold over $22 million in real estate volume. I wrote about it in my best-selling book, The Hyper-Local, Hyper-Fast Real Estate Agent. But I wanted to do something more for the industry. That's why I created the Hyper-Fast Accelerator Program. Now, I know what you're thinking, not another coaching program, or and I get it. The problem isn't lack of information. The problem is who to actually trust, who to believe. And most professional coaches never even sold themselves. 
So whether you're selling 10 homes and want to get to 20 or you're selling 20 homes and want to get to 50, we can help, right? We've done it. I've grown my team from 22 million volume to now over 400 million in volume. It's one of the top real estate teams in the country. This is what separates me from most real estate coaches. Like I'm still in the game. What I'm going to teach you in this program is stuff that's actually working today in my business, right? What would your life look like if you sold just one more home a month? If that's something you're interested in, if you want to get those types of results, click on the link in the show notes or go to bit.ly slash hyperfastcoach and sign up for a free discovery call. And look, we don't take anyone and everyone, right? The problem with most real estate coaches is that they do, right? They try to cater to the masses. So we only take a few people on purpose because we want to provide highly strategic, individualized, personalized service to help you get the type of results you want and achieve your goals. Click on the link below, sign up for a free discovery call, and I'll see you soon. Well, let's talk about, you know, there's, there's typically two phases, I think, mm -hmm. that affect the time. One is like the planning and the permits part, one right. is the actual construction. Right. And that Williamsburg one is interesting because I think the timeline was we, we bought it in October and it, right. it was under contract before it was done. Uh -huh. Uh, and, and, and closed in August. So, so it was like right. a 10 month deal. Mm -hmm. Most people, if they're fast, take 12 months, mm -hmm. some take longer. Mm -hmm. Like, and you, your timeline, I believe on this was we acquired it in October. I believe so, right. And permits were, were done in like 60 days and demo in like a hundred or something. Not, or, it was or, a little bit longer, but yeah. relatively quick. I think it was four months to get permits on that. Yeah, four, yeah so 60 days to, to get kind of the, the conditional approval right. and another right. 60 before the demo exactly. started and, and that was done. So, so four months, but a lot of people take six months or longer on that process. Right. And then the permits were issued and the, the build was done in like five months. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, again, a lot of people, if they're fast, would take six or seven or eight. Mm -hmm. So just tremendous speed throughout that entire process. But yeah. I think what you're good at is, like you said, you, you push people. Like when you're submitting your plans and your permits, right. like you've got architects, engineers working for mm -hmm. you, then they get stuff to the county. Right. right. And you got to remember, these guys are, these guys are bureaucrats. Like, right. They government workers. They, right. they get a two or a three percent raise right, every year. Right, like right. they're not going to push <laughs> the, your project through, right? right so, right. like, I'm sure you're pushing on the staff members and like asking to get comments back and then turning it around quickly. Right, right. No, that, that's yeah. It's all like like so every phase you have to be, have the right people and the right kind of attitude towards it. So, really, I only work with architects, engineers, stuff that they understand urgency. If they don't, I pretty much I, I've, I've actually stopped working with really good architects because they're good, but they just they don't have urgency. But yeah, I think like one of the things we're doing now in our projects actually is the day we get under contract, we're actually starting our architect going. So if we close in, let's say we close in 60 days, we actually are submitting our plans in 30 days until we've already got the plans and submission even before we close on the property. So you can imagine how much that speeds up the whole process. Uh, so I think getting the right consultants and the right people that understand urgency, get those in place first. And then once it gets into the hand of the government folks, that's a different story. Sometimes you do, there's not a lot you can do. But again, having you know people that know them down there that can kind of work 
with them. They can kind of help get the comments through quicker. Uh, it helps. It really helps. It depends on the jurisdiction, but it really helps. I think having people, you know, all along the way that can help. And the other thing we do is, you know, that, like I already know, like, hey, we're getting our building permit approximately on this day. I have all my numbers ready. I have all my subs ready. So we start our projects maximum within a week of getting that building permit. Like we don't like sit on the building permit for thirty days, like getting everything ready. So it's kind of preempting and getting all right. these, these blocks. You're, in you're like proactively thinking ahead and kind of lining, lining up mm -hmm. steps two, three, four, and five right. as you're waiting on one to get done, so that when one yeah. gets done, two and three and four can happen. We can just like right flip away. the switch, right? We know what's going on. Like I literally use the start my project within a couple of days of getting my building permit. So if like if we get on a Friday, I want guys there Monday starting to tear, you know, getting the demo done. But I've seen a lot of developers, oh yeah, well now we're gonna now we're gonna think about who's gonna do the project. Right. And they take thirty days to even start the project. So it's yeah. just all those little little things along the way that really help. You know? No, I mean there's there's a ton of examples of builders out there. So so you gotta make sure you pick one that it's like Sunil has a sense of urgency and, and we've actually found this to be true with our sales team so we, we did a survey of all our top agents and we, we had like 50 different kind of values characteristics right. they could choose from and one of the top ones for an agent to be successful with mm -hmm. sense of urgency I agree yeah and I, I think it's no different in any business especially in building and developing yeah. so yeah. like I encourage I encourage all real estate agents go out work with investors find a builder partner right. and make sure that they have a sense of urgency make sure they've got a track record of mm -hmm. delivering mm -hmm. on time and on budget Great. And just to echo that again, is that actually all the agents I work with, if they don't have a sense of urgency, I'm not working with them either. Right. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. So I think just everybody I work with, I got to make sure they understand the same, they're on the same page as I am because it's just so, um, yeah, I mean, time is money in this business. And if you can get a project done three months quicker because you're getting, you know, a week off of here, a week off of here, a week off of there, all of a sudden you're making a lot more money on a project than you would have otherwise. And you can do a lot more deals. So speaking of senses of urgency, we've got three different projects that we're going to walk you through next to just give you an idea of what it looks like, you know, starting a project, what the middle of it looks like and what the end product looks like. So we're going to take you out in the field now and give you some examples of three different awesome projects we're doing in DC at various stages. So come join us. So this is what projects look like at the start. We're gonna take a look and then after that, we'll show you what one looks like halfway and then finally the finished product. Uh, so essentially you have, again, a two unit here where you're gonna um, still have two units, but you're gonna, we added all this square footage down here and then you're gonna have a third level up there as well. So essentially you're, you're essentially doubling the, the square footage of the property. Wow, it's really cool to see like kind of the mm -hmm. different stages here, you know, to the, to the right, right of it, you got two of the older units, to the right. left you got one that someone else the left. Great look at this one. Now, now we'll go check out one that's about halfway done and then after that, the finished product. All right, so this is a project that is about halfway done, right? Yeah, about 56% done. Uh -huh. All right, so the end product here is gonna be two larger units, three bedrooms plus a den. So that's really big for DC, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's gonna be two luxury condos. We're basically doubling the square footage of the building. And actually, this particular project is four bedrooms and three baths. So we're actually getting quite a bit of uh, oh, wow. density in this one, yeah. Give, give me a sense of timing. Like, how long did it take to get 
to this point, this point in the process? Yeah, absolutely. Typically, timing-wise, our permits are taking a work between four to six months to actually get the permits. That's actually one of the longest parts of the whole project. This project, I think it was, yeah, we're right about six months. Uh, we've had some that were closer to three months, but mostly four to six months. Uh, after that, the construction on these is uh, five to seven months total. So we've been at this for about two months right now. I think two and a half months. We're right in the middle of that. So right at the um, halfway point. Yeah. So, so this, about eight, eight to ten more weeks to go on this one. Uh, I would say yeah, yeah, eight to 10, ten more weeks. And so this one, from the day we bought it to the day we finish, is almost, almost be twelve months total. Yeah. So we're gonna have um, a nice little bit of green area here, some green space, but we're trying to get two parking spaces because that's very valuable in DC. People always want their own parking space, and since we have two units here, if we get two parking spaces, that'll be um, the ideal. For the end user and some some clearing of the demo still going on a lot, yeah. lot to haul away from these, these yeah buildings. De demolition and uh, removal of debris is always a expensive and time-consuming process exactly so right now we just got to the second unit correct main floor <laughs> what do we got going on up here yeah this is um kind of the uh, the higher end unit so to speak we have a lot more space so i'm actually standing Right in the middle of the kitchen right now, the sink would be right here, refrigerator behind me. So it's going to be a really, really nice kitchen here. Um, you've got a, a full bedroom and a full bath right there. Wow, yeah. this is amazing. This is, yeah. this is going to be a penthouse rooftop deck for the, the second unit. That's, that's where you're standing right now, man. This, this is just some uh, like one of the most desirable things about these type of condo conversions is that people get a great deck area out here. As you can see, great views of DC. Yeah, this, this is an awesome space. I'm glad we were able to get this design uh -huh. in. And, right. You know, this, these are the kind of features that, that, that you've been adding to mm -hmm. these kinds of projects. And it's, it's really cool because right. the people that want to buy right. this type of, of unit, this place, uh -huh. they want something that's easy to maintain. They want to be mm -hmm. in, a, in a good location, close right. to everything, easy transportation. But then you don't even feel like you're in the middle of the city up here. This is like you'll be out in the middle of the country, just relaxing, looking at yeah. trees, and beautiful views. It's amazing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like you mentioned, we, we, we try to take a lot of care with the, very, the particular features we know buyers want. The rooftop deck is one. We talked about parking earlier. People really want their own parking space, especially in D.C. Uh, we got the H Street quarter. You guys see H Street from right here. So you got, you know, a, kind of a booming area of, of D.C. where you got restaurants, shopping, all that stuff, literally walking distance. Yeah, it's just all those little features. Uh, we, we, you know, throughout the, the unit, we make sure that the, uh, you know, the, the hardwood floors, the kitchens, everything are as, as desirable as possible to make a really great end product for the, for the customer. Wow, well I can't wait to see what this looks like when it's done. All right, so now we're in a finished product. Uh -huh. Single family home, three levels plus a loft. Uh -huh. uh, really exciting to see. How long did this this home take? This project. This was about six months. Okay. Took a little bit longer than I wanted, but you know it's not bad at all for 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 um, building product like this. Really, it's it's technically not a new home, but really everything we've done here is brand new. The siding, we've reframed some stuff. The drywall, floors, the mechanical systems. So everything is essentially brand new, except the foundation. And what we have uh, back here is a full bedroom and bath back here as well. And um, the, you know, the very nice thing about this house is that it's got a fully enclosed two-car garage. That's really amazing to get. In DC, yeah. So typically what you would do is you'll park back here, come into the house this way, and you've got like a nice little mudroom, cubbies here, which people love that stuff. And the other thing to notice, if you can see here, is like the, the size of this lot in DC. I mean, this is like one of the biggest lots I've ever seen this in DC. This is amazing. So you've almost got your private oasis back here. We Time of the year, we couldn't put sod and everything, so we put some um, 
uh, straw, and it's not quite growing you know, properly. But, but anyways, it's, it's just a great outdoor space here. Yeah, you here. put a swimming pool back here. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, for DC, this is like you know incredible. <laughs> and a lot of cool features that I noticed. You know, the, the having a bedroom on the main level. Yeah. that's always amazing. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool to have over there. Cool and this this kitchen island is just amazing. Beautiful open space. I mean, you could you could sit like six, seven people at, at this island, which is yeah. amazing. You know, beautiful main level. So we're in the master bedroom now. Master light bedroom. coming in. It's amazing up here. Yeah, great. You know, very again for DC. You know, large size bedroom here. We got three nice windows, plenty of natural light, good view of your backyard. Uh, we get the master, full master bath in there with an incredibly large shower. Yeah, just a huge walk-in closet here as well. So just plenty of space. It's really one of the nice things about this house is we got a lot of space. So um, great for our family or you know if you want to rent out part of the space. Laundry room. Mm -hmm. Yep. Front loading washer dryer. Exactly. Right. Right by your bedrooms right here. So. Yeah. Top-notch amenities. Right? Yes. Exactly. So this is what. It's what people want, it's what we, what we deliver. So I think it's uh, it's a great little feature of this house. Right, so this is a really cool feature. You oh. don't see this a lot in DC single family homes. You'll you'll see this more in like Arlington or uh -huh. Vienna, Fairfax, because uh -huh. there's more space. But to yeah. get this loft level, this is just a really cool area that could be used as a guest bedroom, playroom, an office. Mm -hmm. I mean, so many ways to use mm -hmm. this space. Right. Was, was it here before in the original design? Or? Yeah, actually when we got here, it was um, kind of more like an attic. It was, right. it, was a, it was a usable space, but not finished at all. So we, we, we looked at it and we said, you know what? This is like just such a cool space up here. You've got kind of cool windows. And like you mentioned, it's, just, it's got so many uses. Bedroom, office, kids' playroom. It's a little bit separated from the rest of the house. You can even rent it out you know, separately. Uh, and what we ended up doing is we ended up putting a full bath in here as well. So again, it's like an independent area that, you, that someone could stay or, or you know, live in. Uh, but yeah, it's just when I first saw it, I'm like, we got to do something with this space, and this is what we turned it into. So yeah, it turned so out nice. Great place to uh, escape <laughs> kids if, if you need right. an office or right. place to stick your parents if you're visiting. <laughs> exactly. A lot, a lot right. of cool uses for this. All right, guys, welcome back. Hopefully, you enjoyed seeing those three projects. I, I mean, it was really cool for me to go see them. I was like, you know, I was like getting out on site and, and seeing what we're doing and, and getting you know, giving that feedback back to our mm -hmm. investors. And the one thing I want you to really take away from all that is just the speed of it. So like you saw that first house that we were at on, on eighth street, you know, it's going to become uh, beautiful, beautiful condos there. And just what you got the permits on those in how many weeks? We, we actually, that, that was, we, we got permits in seven weeks on that one, wow. which normally takes four to six months. And uh, again, that's because of the consultants we use that they were able to just kind of push a little harder and got it done. So I bought it in July and we started construction uh, first, like first week of September. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's just amazing. And then you saw 14th street, which is going to be two amazing condos mm -hmm. finishing in under a year. Mm -hmm. And then finally Randolph Street. How long did Randolph take you? Randolph, um, it actually took about six months to do the project. So we, we bought it earlier this year and we were already done. It's on the market. Uh, so we hopefully get a contract any day. But it's going to be a nine-month project total from everything. Yeah. So, I mean, all of these are just fast. Mm -hmm. Fast turnover, which, again, it's good for you as a mm -hmm. as a investor and developer it's good for your investors you bring on right like they like speed mm -hmm. they like to to, to turn mm -hmm. over and then you can kind of recycle all that money into to new projects and that's mm -hmm. that's really how we've built this is we've done a few projects investors have gotten their returns back and then they're just putting more in the next one and, and really happy and it's a cool story i think of, of how i actually got 
my first few mm-hmm. investors mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. kind of ties into to you being a, a doctor actually right. I think, too. <laughs> so like we actually have a group of investors or a number of investors that are doctors. Okay. And they, you know, some of them came to me and were like, Dan, I want to buy, I want to invest in real estate. Uh, I want to buy a rental property. <laughs> right. I'm like, all right, well, here's, here's, uh, here's, here's the numbers. Here's the comps. I'm like, here's how, you know, it works. Um, right. You know, you can buy this property. You can either collect a rent check every month, deal with the tenants, deal right. with the maintenance yourself, or you can you can right. give up seven, eight, ten percent, whatever it is, to a management company, have them do it for you. Mm-hmm. And you know, they explained all this, went through the numbers with them, and you know, it was going to take this particular rental home. I think he was going to have to put down like like two hundred, two hundred fifty thousand dollars because on rental properties you got to put down twenty five percent, so it's a higher down payment requirement for yeah. the banks usually, sometimes even more. And then I'm like, all right, it's it's you know this is this is a pretty high uh, you know premium area. Cap right. rates are like four, yeah, five percent. They're not that high. Right. We can go search in other markets adjacent if if you want to. Get a ten percent cap rate, and, and by the way, cap rate guys is it's simply uh, you, you take the uh, the net operating income, right? So you don't you don't account for financing in, in this, and divide it by the price of the home, and that's your cap rate. So if you if you got a million dollar home and it's producing a hundred thousand of income a year, that's a ten percent cap rate. Well, in the, the the nice parts in our market, the cap rate is usually four or five percent. Ridiculous. Some places they're ten to fifteen. Right. But the difference, I think, typically, like the pl- there are places in your house where you can get a ten or a fifteen, mm-hmm. but you're going to be dealing with a lower quality of tenant. Mm-hmm. You're going to be chasing down the rent money, right. and you know there's there's risk with that. So a lot of investors don't have to deal with that. And you know, in our area in particular, just with prices, they're getting a four or five percent cap rate. That barely even beats. Mm-hmm. Like even as low as interest rates are, like even if you finance a lot of right. that, like right. you're not coming out ahead. Yeah, with all that work you're doing on top of it, right? And you got to put all that work. So, right. you know, I kind of ran through the numbers. I'm like, look, your cash flow is going to be this. Right. Every year, you're potentially paying down this much of the loan, right. so you're you're gaining equity there. And if it goes up, you know, three percent, we've kind of factored just normal right. rates, nothing crazy. I'm like, you might be at 12 percent right. return on equity, right? Mm-hmm. So if you got 200k in, in this right in 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 theory maybe it's generating 20k for you a year but right but a lot of that's locked in there like the, mm-hmm. the equity and principal pay down like right. you're not you're not able to get that cash out mm-hmm. so you know it's running through the numbers with him he's like well this doesn't look that attractive dan right exactly and i was like well you know there's there's another opportunity and we were just started right. getting into some of these projects we're doing and i, I said look we've got these awesome projects, right? You know, our our brokerage is the number one brokerage in the the DC Maryland Virginia area. Right. We're spending like a hundred k on marketing a month. Right. That gets us in a lot, front of a lot of people, but we can justify that. Do that. Right. For for our agents, our real right. estate business. Right. You know, we have sixty agents, so mm-hmm. so like we need to do that. Right. Uh, a small guy, retail guy, he can't go out and spend six figures a month right. on marketing. So. That marketing budget's getting us these leads. Then we're able to to, to cherry pick, find good deals, mm-hmm. and then partner with with people like you, right? And then deliver like a fifteen percent return to exactly. investors, right? Uh, 
and, and they don't have to do the work, right? right? Exactly. And then they don't have to put in like right. two hundred thousand and, and have it all in one. They can invest two hundred thousand like in four projects, spread the risk out, right. and and I think the big lesson in this, I know this is kind of getting long winded, but the big lesson is there's 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 what you think is passive yeah. income, and then there's truly yeah. passive income, yeah, 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 yeah. right? What, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? No, that's what, I mean, you, you kind of mentioned that earlier, so I wanted to, 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 to touch base on that, because again, I've been doing this a long time, so I've, I've learned a lot along the way, and I still remember that 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 wonderful phrase that we used to use, mailbox money, you've heard that, right? I'm sure everybody's heard that, mailbox money. So, you know, they say, you gotta, you gotta invest in real estate because it's passive income and you get mailbox money. So to me, what mailbox money means is I go to the mailbox every day or every month or whatever, and I get my check and I don't do anything. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true in real estate at all. Uh, I mean, if you're buying rental property, just like you said, the returns aren't that great, especially in Northern Virginia. There's still management. There's still, you're not hands off. I mean, it's not like a full-time job, but it's certainly not completely hands off or passive. Uh, so that's why, um, you know, what I always recommend and even what I've done in my own life is just focus on what you're good at, right? So if you're a real estate agent, focus on what you're doing. If you're a doctor, focus on what you're doing. Um, and whenever you're starting to take time away from that, I think you're kind of watering down everything else you're doing, what, what your, your primary thing is. So that, again, that's why I love what we're doing because it's really providing a true passive income for people that don't want to spend the time or effort or have the expertise in, in real estate. It's a way to get into real estate and be involved with real estate and be truly passive. There literally is nothing our investors do. They write us a check. After the project is done, we write them a check back with interest. And you, they're, not, I mean, they're welcome to come see our projects and, and be involved, but there's nothing else that they have to do. So yeah, really, really, that's one of the reasons why I really like what we're doing is we're able to provide this opportunity for uh, people who don't want to, you know, either don't have the expertise or don't want to spend the time to really, um, you know, be involved with real estate on a hands-on basis. Yeah, and I think there's, there's, you know, a couple of good points in there for real estate agents. Like, like one, you need to find ways to get passive income. Yes. Income that's truly passive. Truly passive. <laughs> and like, while I'm doing this work, with you and, and Carrie and I are developing homes with you, like from for, for us, I don't consider this passive income. Right. Right. Like like we're working, we're yeah. we're finding deals, yeah. we're financing them, we're building. But I do take a lot of that money and then throw it into other people's projects. Right. So I've got, you know, investments in Florida, investments in Texas, I've right. got investments in a, a winery and, right. and, and like all sorts of other things that I consider passive. So you got to find ways to get passive income. So I think that's, that's uh, one point it, it, you know, doesn't have to be projects like we're describing, but, but find ways to get right. passive income, truly right. passive, make sure, make sure it's yeah. passive. That's yeah. the thing, right? <laughs> what it means you don't do anything. Right. And, and then, cause, cause that's really the key to developing the ability to have freedom of money and time. Like a lot of people get the money part, right. But then not the time. And then, right. You have the money, but no time to use it. Like, what good is that? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I just just reiterate that point. I mean, that's what I learned along the way that there's very few, very few things in life that are passive. You know, I used to have a lot of money in stocks and stuff like that, but that's a passive income because I'm not. I'm sorry, passive investment because I'm not doing anything. But I don't know what it's going to be worth in ten years. And that always I couldn't didn't really make me sleep well at night because some days it's up, some days it's down. But I think with this program we have is that you know you can literally calculate out to the day what this is going to be worth in, ten, in five years, ten years or whatever time frame you have. So, uh, yeah, I think we, we've talked a lot about it, but again, I just want to make sure that um, people understand that if you're going to, first of all, do invest in something passive uh, because, again, it, 
just it, your money is working for you while you're, you're doing what you what you primarily do. Uh, but again, if you're going to do that, just really, really make sure it's truly passive and not something that people are you know selling as passive. But you end up doing a lot of work. Yeah, and if you guys want to learn about more examples of how to do this, mm-hmm. uh, Sunil will be on our investor panel at the Hyperfast Sales Summit. If you guys have not heard about that, go to hyperfastsummit.com. It's going to be the premier real estate event of the year, November 11th and 12th. If you get a VIP ticket, you get to come to our office on the 10th as well. So that's hyperfastsummit.com. Check it out. Uh, I don't know if there's still tickets left, but but, but click on the link. If it it doesn't work, that means we're sold out. But Sunil will be one of several people there that will teach you guys about how to find these types of deals, how to find passive income, how to, what to look for in builders if you want to partner and go do it yourself. So make sure you guys check out hyperfastsummit.com and hopefully we'll see you in November. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just another big point on, on, on this, going back to it, like there's, there's passive income that we talked about, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, so hopefully, you know, people have a good sense of what's passive, what's not. Mm-hmm. And I think another big lesson in all this is find ways to create passive income for other people. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, true. So, Absolutely. And, and that would be finding a builder, mm-hmm. making sure that they deliver on time, mm-hmm. on budget, mm-hmm. have a track record to prove and not just say that they do. Right, exactly. Right? Like <laughs> trust but verify. Right, right? exactly. Uh, I, think, I think Ronald Reagan said that. <laughs> but you know, make sure you, you, you find a builder partner that, that is going to do projects on time, is going to deliver on budget, and then find good deals, right? Deliver more value to your sellers, deliver more value to your past clients or other people that want to invest, and deliver more value to that end buyer. Right. Absolutely. It's just, it's really, success in life is just delivering value to others, right? In whatever way you're doing it. So again, we, we I think in our scenario, we're delivering value to so many different people. That's why I love it and I enjoy it and we've been successful is that we really are doing something good for a lot of people. Cool. Well, uh, Sunil, before we sign off here, if people want to learn more about you, more about uh-huh. your your uh, uh-huh. projects or the, right. the, the the work you do, or uh-huh. maybe they're just a buyer and they want to buy one right. of their homes, like, yeah. like how do they find that? Uh, just go to my website. Uh, I have um, uh, my, my custom home building website is saxinacustomhomes.com. That's S-A-X-E-N-A, customhomes.com. Uh, you can find uh, my current projects, past projects there. Uh, my contact info is there as well. Uh, I'm launching a new website for our condo projects. We've got so many going on as well, but that isn't quite ready. But uh, just check me out at saxinacustomhomes.com. All right. Well, thanks for being on the show today. Right. And make sure... You, you get tickets to the Hyperfast Summit. Uh, so you can see Sneo <laughs> we'll there in November. And again, that's hyperfastsummit.com. We'll see you there and we'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyperfast Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyperfast shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests and improve our shows. So give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show and we will see you next time.